The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. This segment is brought to you by TD Bank Aurora. Don't forget, there is still time to set up a personal financial review or to discuss your RSP contributions. Reach out to your local TD Aurora branch and book a virtual or in-person appointment today. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez and my co-host from her home studio is Dr. Claudia McKella. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning, Tina. How are you this morning? I am good, and I feel like I've been saying this forever, and I really need to change it up, that I say, here she is from her home studio. I miss you here in studio. I miss you guys, too. I really do, and I see all those amazing things that you guys are eating and snacking on at the station, (laughs) and I'm like, boy, I'm really missing out. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, we do need you here to crack the whip a little bit because we're falling off the wagon. We're a month into the new year. So what is the, you know, what's the deal with the New Year's resolutions? Have many of us, I'm one of them, have we fallen off the wagon? Have you, maybe, is it too late to recommit? What do you think? You know what, it's good that you asked this question. And okay, in my opinion, I never, I think it's never too late to start a new resolution. So you can start any time through the year, even if you planned on starting something December 31st, it doesn't matter. You can start any time through the year. But I have good news. So the good news is nobody starts a New Year's resolution in January. Okay, very, very rarely does somebody start, you know, get off the, out of the out of the dates and January 1st and starts a New Year's resolution. So it's not too late. Most people don't start until February, and sometimes even a little bit later because there's so much going on in January. There's, you know. People are dealing with coming off the holidays. We're still kind of like in this zone, and we're not really sure what this new year is going to hold. So don't worry if you haven't started. February, March is a great time to start anything new. All right. I love that energy. I love that positive attitude. What's the one resolution, though, that folks really want to work on? What do you think? (laughs) Okay. So every year, the biggest resolution is a health resolution. We all want to elevate our health. And it doesn't matter what age you are, the biggest thing is health. Because every year you can improve your health from any age. So whether it's, you know, you want to work out more or whether it's you want to eliminate some bad health habit from your life or whether you just want to get more healthy or whether you just want to focus on your own self-care, which is part of being healthy. So health is the number one resolution that people make at the end of a year. Okay, so that makes perfect sense, but why do we have such trouble sticking to it? (laughs) I think life gets in the way, right? I think we have these big plans, and then life gets in the way. But I'm here to tell you that we have to stop being so hard on ourselves. I think, you know, focusing on the baby steps, focusing on the little things that are going to help you achieve your goal. I mean, a year is literally 12 months. So even if you're not starting your news resolution in January, you still have a long time to change habits and to create healthy habits and to reach your health goal. And think about this. Everything is kind of compounding. So every year you're becoming a better version of yourself, and I feel like that's what we should be focusing on. So at the end of the year, instead of thinking what you didn't accomplish, think about what you did accomplish and how you're just going to elevate that in the next year. So going forward into 2021, many of us have hit that COVID wall. How do we get over the wall and keep going and stay motivated and really focus on the prize at the end of the line? So you're absolutely right. 
COVID wall is real. I think every single person I know has hit the COVID wall. But you know what, guys? It's almost spring. If you think about it, it's almost spring. We haven't had a horrible winter, so let's use the time wisely. Let's try to get active because it doesn't matter what your goal is for this year, what your resolution is. Being healthy is important regardless. So getting out there, getting fresh air, being positive, giving yourself a daily mantra like I can do this or we're going to get through this or, you know, sing a song that you like. I think staying motivated that things are going to get better and they already are starting to get better. We can see it slightly. We're just not all there yet. Now, you talked about getting outdoors and and getting fit. What about in terms of our eating habits? Do you have a few recommendations that you can make so that we get back on track and we stay on track in terms of eating well and eating healthy? So I tell everybody, start with just drinking more water. Okay, water has so many health benefits that are going to spill over into other areas. So drinking lots of water can make you feel full more quickly, can help you digest better so you feel like you already start to feel lighter. That's a really important place to start. The other thing is um, I always recommend including more plant-based foods in your diet. So like more leafy greens, more healthy vegetables, and that will really help to curb cravings because those are the things that kind of throw us off track, our cravings. But when you're full and your mind is full of, you know, your body and your mind are connected, when your stomach feels full on good stuff, you're going to have fewer cravings. So water, plant-based foods, and honestly, finding something that you can eat to substitute something that's not so good. So if you love chips, find something that you can snack on in place of chips, for example. Okay, for example, give me an example. What can I snack on in place of chips? Okay. In place so, of chips or chocolate? Okay, so in place of chips, try um, raw vegetables. So carrots, celery sticks, all those crunchy things. And if you're like me, you're a salty girl. So I always have a little bit of like really good sea salt. And I kind of just dip my veggies in a little bit of salt because sometimes when you're craving sugar, what you really need is salt. So that's a little tip. I like that. If you're craving chocolate, I know that's a really great way to kind of like avoid eating, you know, chips that aren't necessarily healthy for you. If you're craving chocolate, okay, I have chocolate substitutes. So you know my favorite are um, midday squares. I love those because they're healthy. Um, But if you're really craving chocolate, I just always have um, um, dates. I couldn't think of the word. I always have dates handy because dates are sweet and they're chewy. And guess what? They kind of mimic chocolate like caramel. So have those nearby. Love those ideas. Perfect for Super Bowl weekend. When we come back, how to curb the cravings and create healthy habits. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and over to Dr. Claudia with today's guest, Claudia. We all need help and guidance when it comes to our health and well-being. So today we speak with Adriana Gentile. She is a certified holistic transformation coach. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, we're excited to talk to you because we all want to get into the healthy vibe and get our bodies moving. So let's just dive right in. I know that your work involves helping people create healthy habits, but also get results. So what do you mean by this? I mean that uh, a lot of people, um, you know, set a goal that is very broad. I want to lose weight. I want to eat healthier. I want to have more energy. But it's really reverse engineering those goals into the habits that are going to help accumulate and compound over time to get you those results. So I feel like as a coach, if we focus on the healthy habits, that I'm able to educate my clients that are going to serve them for a lifetime as opposed to just one goal at that specific moment that doesn't actually have a plan to get there. And how did this start for you? How did you get into that routine of developing healthy habits? Oh, it definitely was a learning process for me. It all actually happened when I was pregnant with my son 10 years ago. And uh, I, I was really uneducated on fitness and nutrition. And so um, I actually ended up gaining over 65 plus pounds. Um, and I was very young at the time, about 20 years old. And so then I was very naive. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm growing this beautiful life inside of me, what have you. You know, I was, it was a lot of negative self-talk. So out of that negative experience, I came out of that and said, you know, I, 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 I can create the change that I want to see. This isn't my forever. And so I started working on myself and I started to fall in love with fitness and, and with healthy eating. And that gave me the confidence to really create my independence. And I just followed my path and this is where it's led me. And now I've been able to accumulate certifications. And actually now I have a massive coaching team where we have other coaches that are doing this. So for me, this all started from a negative experience turned into a wonderfully positive one. I love that. I love that it's, you're so inspiring and that you turned that situation into something that you could use to help other people. Now, it mm -hmm. sounds like, and I, you know, it sounds like there is no secret to getting healthy, but there is a process. So let's talk a little bit about the process. Yes, the process first starts with, number one, making the decision. You know, a lot of people say that they want to do things, but it's, um, it, 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 they have to actually have that plan. So I always recommend, I, I feel maybe uh, you've heard this before, but to set smart goals that are specific and uh, manageable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. You want to actually create that, that process exactly. You want to start that for yourself. Make the decision. Set those SMART goals. You know, instead of saying, I want to work out more or I want to be healthy, I'm going to exercise three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from this time to that time, and just being dedicated to yourself and just knowing that if you stay true to yourself and you follow the process, the results are there on the other side. And we all know that we can't pour from an empty cup. So as much as we want to do so much for others, it's very important to take care of yourself so you can be that person that you're really aspiring to be. Now, Adrienne, I've heard you say that challenges are your opportunity for growth. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. It's so true. You know, I, um, I, I, I clearly I have a very a positive, optimistic look on, on life. And whenever you're faced with a challenge, it's not, not a this is the end-all, be-all, this is terrible, what have you. It's an opportunity to pivot and to learn and to become better. So that challenge is your opportunity for growth if you foresee it that way. 
Well, I feel like 2020 taught us all that, that it's all about the pivot and then the growth. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody starts at a different starting point in life. But when it comes to transformation and, and clients that you have, does every client always start at the same point? Like, for example, is everybody unhealthy and unfit, or do people start at different starting points and they want to achieve different things? Yeah, there's so many ranges of people. Every body is different. You can have someone who is, you know, rock bottom and needs help creating a a completely different lifestyle overhaul, you know, or you can get someone who is doing wonderful and and rocking life, but now they want to increase their performance. You know, you you definitely get people at every stage of their life. And, of course, I have a lot of pregnant clients as well. Um, And every, every body is unique, but that's where I love what I do so much because why I feel like we're being so successful is because we actually take a very personal approach to everyone. There is not a one-fits-all one approach for, for people. So we really like to get on the line, actually get on Zoom. Zoom has been a wonderful tool for us, especially in this season of our lives. Zoom has been a savior. And really getting to know people, what, what are their goals? Where do they struggle? What is your lifestyle like? Let's be realistic and create a plan that is actually going to get you results instead of trying to create this unrealistic uphill battle. It it has to vibe with your current lifestyle with just a few changes here and there that are going to accumulate and add up over time. Now, you mentioned you work with clients that are pregnant. You're also at that stage in your life. Tell us a little bit about what's happening with you. Yes, I certainly, actually today, a seven-month pregnant, so 28-week pregnant here, and I'm telling you right now, this pregnancy is night and day different than my first, um, going everywhere from even current stress levels. You know, my previous pregnancy was was quite a stressful environment, uh, again, not eating healthy foods, not moving my body, so now in this stage of pregnancy, I remember how I didn't want to feel. And I love my lifestyle now and how I do feel. So I was just saying that I feel like it's crazy to say, but I feel like I feel the best that I ever have in my in my life right now because, you know, I'm I'm making sure to eat healthy foods. I'm moving my body every day. I'm trying to get that great sleep in. My stress is a minimum, and um, you know, there's no alcohol or no going out really. So I feel like I'm very much so in alignment with. Uh, my life right now, and so I I feel great. That that's amazing, and I love that because in my personal, my private practice, I treat so many women who are either trying to get pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant. And one of the things I try to encourage in them is you need to start even before getting mm-hmm. pregnant. So let's talk a little bit about that. So what would that look like if somebody came to you? Because I know you have certification in pre and postnatal um, training so or coaching. Yeah. So how would that work if somebody came to you and said, this is what I'm thinking, I'd like to start a family, let's get my body feeling optimal? Yeah, that that's so important. You want to start with a healthy base as best as you can. You know, I want to, I want to empower everyone here that, if, if, you know, if you became pregnant and you weren't necessarily preparing for it, that's okay too. It's never too late to start, you know, bettering your life and improving your health. But in regards to if you are prepping for a pregnancy, you know, really nourishing your body with micronutrients. I'm a firm believer to try to eat as whole food as you possibly can. However, I understand that our, um, you know, we're eating foods that are a little bit nutritionally bankrupt. Uh, so really supplementing uh, with vitamins and minerals, 
that are of a good quality. Getting in that water intake is so important. So getting your fluids going because I noticed during my pregnancy right now, I can drink so much water, but my lips are still chapped and my, my scalp's a little bit drier. So I could even improve on my water intake. But getting into that healthy routine of moving your body already because I don't want to scare anyone, but you know that first trimester, you get, you're get a little bit more nauseous. You want to sleep a little bit longer. So if you really try to establish those healthy habits as soon as you can and for as long as you can, you're just really setting yourself up for a very successful pregnancy. And now they say that the second trimester is like the honeymoon phase, which unfortunately I just exited, and now I'm into that growth phase of third. But by the time you're in the second, you feel so great. You're back into your routine, and you're just flying high. Like, it is possible. You just, again, have to decide. And so this is the key, right? You have to decide to be healthy, so a healthy base, but then even throughout your pregnancy, if you're going to be coaching somebody, are there different things that change with the different trimesters, and does the intensity change? Do you, does the type of movement you do change? How does it all work? Yeah, I've, I've found that from my own personal experience right now because um, I, I'm not sure if you guys know, but I was an international bikini competitor. I've won the largest amateur bodybuilding show in the world, the Arnold Classic in Ohio, and that is a very uh, uh, heavy lifting experience, right? You're lifting heavy, you're trying to break down muscle fibers, you're getting nice and strong. With pregnancy, um, you know, you have that hormone relaxin that kicks in, so your hips are a little bit more malleable, you can stretch a little bit deeper, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should. You don't want to overstretch, you don't want to overstress your body. So in the beginning, I was like, oh yeah, I can work out the same that I did before. So here I am going at it, lifting heavy, and oh my goodness, did I ever find now at the end of the second trimester trying to lift that way? One, my belly's going bigger in the front, which means that my lower back is starting to finally kick in with a little bit of aches and pains. Here I am doing bent over rows and squeezing my upper uh, shoulder blades together. The next day, my entire back was so sore. So, okay, no, we're not doing heavy lifting anymore. So now getting more into simply just moving my body and uh, more so of a body weight or high rep, kind of an endurance thing. Um, that's really where I'm going with that. Uh, I've fallen a new love with Pilates, which is cool because you just you go with the flow of life and you don't resist. You find new things that you love. And I didn't know I actually enjoyed Pilates as much as I do, but I actually really do. So now I'm, I'm more so doing that and um, just uh, stretching as well, but again, not overstretching. So yoga has been great. I can't get into a bunch of funky poses, but I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> That's terrific. Now, what about those clients that you have who maybe are in that maintenance phase? And what does that look like for them? I think that maintenance is really overlooked because I feel like people are either trying to always cut down and lose weight or they just throw their hands up and, and doing whatever. There's never really that, like, middle zone of maintenance. I feel like it gets overlooked. Maintenance comes from sustainability. It comes from being realistic. What I mean is sometimes I get these clients who, you know, when they're on their weight loss journey, for example, it's one of the biggest niches we have, you know, okay, I'm going to have protein and veggies for dinner. Okay, but what about your carbohydrates? Oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to have carbs. Okay, but do you, do you like, do you like rice? For example? Do you like rice? Yes. You see your whole life not having rice? No. Okay, well, let's talk about what is an appropriate portion so you're eating what you like but still moving towards your goals. 
So I feel like that goes the same for maintenance, where do not take away foods that you genuinely enjoy, unless it's like a double-fudged chocolate cake every night. Maybe that's not the best choice. But, you know, don't take away those foods that you genuinely like. It's just about finding the right portioning that works best for your body. So maintenance comes from sustainability, being realistic, trying to make as healthy choices as you possibly can, and not beating yourself up over if you go a little bit over, you, you, you enjoy yourself a little bit more, that's okay. Go back to your baseline routine of what you know makes you feel your best, and that's, that's your lifestyle. I think that's a really important point in knowing that you can still enjoy the things that you love and you can still work towards your goal. That's a really important point. Mm -hmm. And I know that you have um, a certification in sports nutrition. So I Mm -hmm. guess that really helps you help your clients know what to eat and what portions and what percentages of each, you know, fat, carbs, and proteins they should be consuming every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's uh, it's very important because every macronutrient, those protein, fats, and carbs, they all play a vital role in our body. Like food is not a number. It's not only calories. It is a source of fuel. It is a source of nutrients. For example, like carbohydrates, they open up your cells to allow protein to actually be absorbed. Like every macro has a space and a place in our body So just to be mindful of that, and I always love to coach on a balanced diet. You know, I I, I know that this is, I kind of like this um, saying because it's custom to every body, but, you know, when you're making your plate, protein the size of your fist, veggies that are two fists, carbs the size of your palm, and fats the size of your thumb, give or take, it's usually the oils that you're cooking with, or an avocado, it's like quarter or a half, but a balanced diet is going to help you feel so nourished, feels so energetic, and as well as you fill in a lot of those nutrient gaps where some people feel like, oh, I, I have this sweet tooth, I can't get over it. I really like salty foods or what have you. That's actually your body telling you, hey, we're deficient in something, so let's, let's figure out what it is, but we mistake those deficiencies as cravings. Then we uh, overlook those cravings and end up binge eating and eventually falling off track. So that's where I am a firm believer in a balanced diet to fill in nutrient gaps, eating consistently to keep your metabolism high. Those are the baseline of healthy habits that are going to help anyone get to their goal. Now, you obviously have a depth of experience. You've worked with so many. Is there a story, a success story maybe that you could share with us that would provide some encouragement for those of us who are struggling? I... I, I have a few. I'll give, on, I'll give two on both ends of the spectrum. Okay. One is an incredible weight loss journey that we have had through one of our girls. Her name is Tiffany Morton. And she came to us already on her health journey. She'd already dropped about, I think, uh, 80 pounds or so, which is incredible. But she was um, plateauing and not being able to sustain this weight loss. So she came to us looking for, um, to help her create healthy habits. And that's what we've been able to do. She's uh, she enrolled in like a 16-week challenge, and so she just finished. The girl, the, why it's such an inspiring story of now that she's lost over 100-plus pounds is because um, it hits the heart strings a little bit. She, her mother passed away and handed down a sweater to her that she thought she would never be able to fit in. And now we get calls saying, oh, my gosh, because you ladies, I'm able to fit into my mom's sweater. You have no idea how much this means to me. And, you know, so it wasn't necessarily about, like, the weight being lost per se. It was that meaningful 
you know, the meaning behind what that meant to her and feeling that closeness to her mother that had passed away, that, that, that was like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. that, that does it all for me. Um, but then as well as on the other side of the spectrum, I have my girl, uh, Terry McLaughlin, who she's a mom of two, uh, uh, fabulous wife. Unfortunately, her husband has had an unfortunate uh, head injury. So she's taken on a lot for the family. And uh, she decided she wants to get super, super shredded. <laughs> so she went and she got super, we, we went to work together. She got lean and mean and grew muscles. And then she went into, well, I kind of want to do a bodybuilding competition. So we went for that. She did that. She's won second um, in that show. And she actually won one of our local gym's uh, success stories. So she was on like marketing material and doing photo shoots and this and that. So you know, either trying to lose weight or gain muscle, either way, the reward that you get in this industry is truly being someone who's impacting people's lives on a daily basis, and that's what makes it all worth it. That just, it made me feel so good. It warmed my heart and inspired me because it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter where you're starting from and for what reason, being healthy is always achievable and getting in shape. So, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. If listeners want to learn more about you, how can they do that? Yes, you can find me on my main social platform, which is Instagram. It's at G1Bikini, so it's the number one, uh, so at G1Bikini. Or if anyone's looking for an at-home workout video to do with little to no equipment, half an hour only, I have a YouTube channel where I feature those, which you can find me at Adriana Gentile. That's terrific. Thanks so much for joining us, Adriana. Good luck with your pregnancy. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. This is just so much fun. I I really appreciate the opportunity just to share with others that being healthy is always in style. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram, Claudia underscore Machiella, or my website, ClaudiaMachiella.com. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, go to 1059 The Region. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.